Welcome to Board Game Binge, the place where we bring you bite-sized, bingeable board game content from across the industry. I'm your host, Joe Slack, and joining me today is Michael Fassian from Fun First Games. Michael is a new game designer, and he's been working with his daughter on their first game, Triple Scoop. Mike, thanks so much for being here on the Board Game Binge. Thank you for having me, Joe. Appreciate it. Yeah. So... Uh, I know you reached out to me uh, a few months back and we chatted a little bit about your game and looked at your rule book and everything. So, and since then I've had the chance to play test your game a couple of times and you've been at a couple of my events. So I wanted to bring you on the binge so you could talk a little bit about your game and, and your experience going through that. So maybe you can start by telling our viewers and listeners how you got into board games and then why you decided to make your own game. Oh, okay. So this is going to bring us back. Um, I've always enjoyed games, you know, as a kid. Um, a lot of us designers, you know, have that same uh, same thing, that same history of growing up on games. Um, and then you find out, wow, you can actually make them. <laughs> um, so that was the case for me. But I think it, I think I kind of bloomed uh, late as I uh, found, I think it was, the game that really brought me into uh, the hobby side of it, you know, outside of the monopolies and connect fours and all those um, was uh, Hero Clicks. So remember the the WizKid game, Hero Clicks. Uh, I got into that because uh, I was a big comic book nerd, you know. Um, and then from there, I shifted over into HeroScape, um, and I kind of got involved with community um, in, in that, uh, heroscapers.com, shout out. Um, and I, you know, got into custom crafting uh, our own like units and figures for the game. And and from there, you know, just being part of the community there, um, I got somebody, somebody told me, hey, you should, you should try out this uh, opening. Somebody's, uh, this, this company is looking for a game designer. Um, I was like, oh, cool. Um, so I got into it from uh, from that, and uh, I I submitted. It was it was it was an open uh, submission for a card game. So um, out of a hundred card games, they chose mine, and uh, they flew me out from California, and I've been up in Washington ever since. Um, so I worked with them for a couple of years as a designer. And um, I know you said new designer, and I appreciate that. I still consider myself that um, because this would be my first uh, self-published game. So I've done stuff um, in the industry a, a little bit. You know, I have a little bit. I had my feet wet um, maybe a decade ago um, doing this. So, so yeah, so that's kind of how I got in. Um, involved in, in the industry, um, did some uh, rules design for them, some uh, some graphic stuff, some art stuff. Um, but my my biggest passion is you know is to creating the game, you know, coming up with uh, new concepts and um, developing it out. Um, so so yeah, that's that's kind of where what got me started in the game industry from the beginning. Um, since I, I left there, um, I've always just continually, continually created 
um, even if it even if it never saw the light of day. You know, I have files and files of <laughs> of ideas and concepts and um, cut up cards and stuff that I've play tested, um, but never went you know full force like what we're doing here with triple scoops. Um, but it was it was when my my daughters came because um, I have a, a a younger daughter as well. Um, they're both 13 and 16 now, um, but it was around three years ago that Triple Scoops was uh, conceptualized. And I went to my girls, you know, I kind of got them into playing games. And um, and I thought, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working on all these games that I want to see made, I want to, to make happen. But what about something that, you know, they would play, you know, that we can just play together. And it wasn't even meant to be like, oh, I want to do this and publish it. It was something we can play together and enjoy it together. Um, you know, the kind of games that we were playing and that they could hang with was like uh, Smash Up. That was a that was a good little, um, you know, the deck shuffling game. Um, and uh, what's the other one? Oh, yes, uh, the the uh, Sushi Go. Yeah, they really enjoy that one. So simple, fun little card game. So I, I was thinking, well, you know what? Let me go to them and see what kind of game they would like to make. And we'll go from there. So my youngest daughter, Kayla, she, you know, she came up with the theme. She said, let's make a game about ice cream. So I went to the lab and I started making a game about ice cream. Um, and it started off more of a point salad type game, you know, kind of, kind of like Sushi Go. Uh, not so much the the hand uh, deal, but, but you know, the, the point salad idea was there. Um, but yeah, many, many iterations later, we have what you have seen. Um, and, and yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been about three years um, worth of, of, you know, iterations and playtesting and um and everything but it was really when uh I saw my daughter's art that made me realize that this is a viable product as is um theme wise and everything because I did uh show it to some friends that I knew in the industry um at Gen Con that first year and and it was it was well received. Um, it was like, oh yes, this is a nice nice little mechanic and and everything. But can we retheme it? You know, can you know maybe think of a, a different theme and you know it could be more marketable that way. And um, at the time, I was I was totally open for that, right? You know, like I didn't I didn't think um, I didn't think you know it'd be any problem to you know retheme it. Let's do something else. It's fine, but um, after looking at, you know, my daughter's artwork, uh, she's, you know, she has some stuff on Instagram and everything. I was just kind of perusing. I was like, this stuff is art ready now. <laughs> so I, I went to her and said, we should make some games based on your art. And I wasn't even thinking of triple scoops at the time, you know? Um, but, you know, after going through the many different iterations and, and realizing that, you know, her artwork is, is you know perfect for these types of games um i don't know whose idea it was but it was you know she should do the art <laughs> yeah, so so we you know we we just 
we did that and and now the idea of retheming was totally off the shelf for me because you know my daughter's doing the art you know it's in keeping it in the family um we shopped it around a little bit um different you know publishers and everything but ultimately we we came to you know to decide that you know we're going to keep it so that's what we're doing nice and I think a lot of what you said there, a lot of uh, people can relate to who are designers, you know, having, uh, you know, folders and folders of ideas and, and previous yeah. prototypes and, and everything. And uh, I should have said, really, returning to game design after a little break rather than a new game, right. game designer, <laughs> new new again uh, to it. But uh, yeah, I, I I very much agree. Your your game, Triple Scoops, is very, um, it, it's very thematic. Um, and it, I, I would find it hard to think of another game that's going to work exactly uh, the same with a different uh, with a different theme. Um, and uh, you mentioned that you you've worked on this with your daughter. She did all the artwork for the game, and it's uh, it's really colorful and it's fun and it's thematic. Um, how much of a role do you think that the art or look and feel of a game has on the overall impression of people uh, that they would have on a game? Now that I, I knew going in um, was was key, important, very important, right? Like um, being having been on the inside of the industry before, um, I've seen you know just how important it was to get artwork and um, and how costly it is as well. Um, you, I mean, you you have to cure. Um, artist that's going to fit with the theme of the game and everything and and you have to pay for that you know and there's the time that it takes to get it done um so i understand the importance of it um just as a as a player that's that's the lens that i like to look through when i'm designing and developing as a player um i definitely um see the need for art um connecting with the theme um, because with these games you you need an immersion you need something to help you uh, immerse yourself into the game um, a lot of this stuff is it 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 requires your imagination to 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 really feel like the theme is connecting uh, if it's just about mechanics um that's fine too. There's games where you can play and it's just about the mechanics of the game and it, and, and it can be fun. Um, but there's something about getting connected with your imagination while you're playing. And if you have some, if you have any kind of like thematic backdrop that you can, that can help immerse yourself into it, all the better. Uh, it gives you that feeling, that experience that I, I think is, it's very, it's, it's very much so, um, on on top of the mind of, of designers these days, you know, is is creating an experience, uh, not so much just just okay, you know, the whole the whole question of what comes first, theme or or mechanics, or you know, um, but it's it's really about the experience that you get from it, and I think that when you when you connect the theme and the mechanics, you really you really get the experience that you want your players to have. Um, and, and that's, that's, uh, that's essentially why I decided with fun first, that's, that's my motto, right? Like it, it has to be fun. It has to connect us to fun. It has to be 
and I know, you know, we're making games. That's that's a no brainer. It's all about fun, definitely. But for me, it, it it helps me to to check myself whenever I'm uh, coming up with mechanics, and you know, you know, you get your your babies that you don't want to let go of. Like, oh, this is a cool mechanic. It works well. It's great. And then you get it to the playtest table, and it just falls apart. And you just keep fighting tooth and nail to keep it. Um, I've learned to let those things go. You know, I've learned to, uh, yeah, just be humble about it, right? Like, let it let it go. If it's not fun for people, then don't force it. You know, make it make it fun. Uh, let it, let the fun um, override everything else. You know, so so that's that's my approach. And the the artwork um, definitely adds to the fun factor. And yeah, definitely shines art does that she you know she she brought out the the flavor that was needed for triple scoops so, no pun intended right yeah. the flavor <laughs> no no pun intended yeah <laughs> yeah and I, I know uh we talked back in uh 2022 and i know you at first you were you know mostly maybe play testing with friends and family and some other people um and then i encourage you to to join my server um, I do uh, a monthly uh, game design uh, session and uh, you took part in uh, that playtesting event and, and some other events. And how how did this impact your game and your process? Oh man, I'm gonna tell you right now that that was a big, big push for me as a big help. Um, and if you don't remember, I was on the verge of pushing go. I was on the verge of saying, let's do this. And um, and it it was it was slated to be published late November or December, um, mid December, and I was ready. At least I thought it was <laughs> until I until I brought it to your server, <laughs> and um, and I'm I'm thankful for that. Um, it was it was definitely helpful. Um, like I said, you know, it's been three years in the making. I've it's mainly friends and family that's played the game. Um, but I, I I did have it in front of people, you know, at Gen Con, other designers, other game, you know, people that's been in the industry. And um, so I've gotten a lot of feedback, you know, um, one of, you know, one of the biggest uh, early on feedbacks that I got was, was from someone, a, a friend of mine in the industry who was looking at the game to potentially publish it. Um, he had a hard time making it fit with his, you know, with his uh, types of games and his audience. Um, but he had, he gave me some tremendous feedback that, that helped a lot. And, you know, that's another designer. So um, it was definitely great to go to a table with a bunch of designers who, who's there just for the sake of playtesting each other's games and, and giving feedback. So, um, having that was 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 terrific and it made me stop <laughs> it made me say no it's not ready yet um there there's been some 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 great feedback that that really made me um pause and look at the game and say you know what this this is an issue that that needs to be fixed and tweaked and um and actually, it happened a, a, a couple of times, right? Like the the first time, um, it you know it made me go back to the lab, 
Um, and just recently, um, and you know, we we came to come together a few times. Um, but this past one, um, there was definitely a, a, some great insight that came from from one of the players, one of the designers, and um, yeah, it it changed the game for the better. I, I, I made a tweak. There, there was a problem that was, that was, you know, that was stated. Um, and I went to the lab and made the tweak that I thought would answer that. And I believe it, it made it a lot stronger. And, uh, and it, it was definitely well received by my local playtesters. And yeah, so I'm looking forward to bringing it back to you guys, uh, just so you guys can, can see where it's at now. Um, but, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's ready to go, I believe. That's fantastic. Well, one of the jokes in the industry is uh, games never get finished. They just get published uh, because, right. <laughs> you know, you can, you can always, yes. tweak, you can always change, you, you know, you you can try to get the, that game just perfect and you'll just keep working on it forever. At, at some point you have to say, yes, this, this game is solid. It's good. People are really enjoying it. It's time to launch, but knowing when that time is coming, sometimes, sometimes it's a bit tricky. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm at that place where, I just keep, I just, it keeps reverberating is press go. Um, but yeah, every time we get together, it's always, oh, this is, this is something new. This is something that I can do to make it even better. But I think, I think from, from the last few times, it, it's been, it's been that, that one little jump that it's needed to feel like totally solid, to feel like it's, it is fun first, right? Like, and all the fiddly stuff that that gets in the way of having fun. Um, yeah, it's pushed to the side. So now my my mind about, like you said, is it's never finished. I I do have thoughts of expansion and and developing it out more. Um, but the core game, the the actual, you know, the core game, the foundation of it is set. Uh, it's ready to go. That's awesome. So what's been your favorite part about designing triple scoops? You know what? The my favorite part about it is family. I uh this has been a family endeavor. And like I said, you know, getting getting my daughter involved with the art and she's not only, you know, not only is she, you know, involved with the art and she you know, she did all the art. Um, she's my greatest playtester, <laughs> right? And um, and ideator, right? Like she she comes up with some really cool ideas, um, and I find ways to to, to put in into the game. Um, not only not only her, my my youngest daughter as well, who was the concept conceptualizer, right? She's the one that came up with let's make a game about ice cream. So. Um, uh, she has some cool ideas as well, and also my wife. Um, there's a there's a whole um, like expansion idea that came because of her. So, um, and I would say hopefully we can get to expansion, but because of the the form I I chose the the route I chose to take for publishing, um, it's inevitable that expansions will be there. <laughs> so. 
Nice. So maybe that that's a good segue into uh, where you plan to launch it. So I know you decided uh, you're going to do a crowd sale uh, for the game on yeah. Game Crafter as opposed to, say, launching on Kickstarter or another uh, larger crowdfunding platform. What made you decide to go that route? Well, there's a there's a few a few factors there. Um, so, firstly, I was thinking, yeah, definitely, I'm going to go with Kickstarter if I don't get connected with a publisher, which there was attempts there. Um, for the most part, um, whether it fit or not, or people were interested, um, there was this whole, yeah, we can put it put it on the list three years out, you know, and then we can start, you know, de developing this out and making this a game. Um, so yeah, not wanting to get on someone else's list. Um, and then the, the Kickstarter thing, I, I, you know, I watched different podcasts and read up on it. And I honestly, for, just for me, and this is not to say for anyone else who wants to go that route and there's, there's many of great success stories and much success that can be had going that route. Um, for me, I didn't want to take that beast on from, you know, with the bandwidth I, I have currently. And um, yeah, so the many different, you know, people who push it are also the same people who say, uh, maybe you don't want that headache. So, you know, um, I take that heart to heart, you know, um, I, you know, I would listen to, you know, the Jamie Stagmeyers and, and all of that and those folks who, you know, who went that route and successful, but, you know, I, you know, I have to really think about, is that for me and what I'm doing, you know, if, if I was doing this full time, you know, if I, the, I go to work, you know, I use my back to work every day. So it's not a, uh, that's just not the option for me. You know, I wouldn't be able to put the time into it that it, that it needs. And my, my thing too, like I said, I, I look at it from the lens of a player and, and it has to be about the end user. So if it's, if I can make this to the, to be able to be fun for the end user, then then I'm, I want to do it in the way that that's going to make that happen. And for me to go the route of a Kickstarter is going to, is going to dampen that for me. Um, yeah. So right now I am doing the print on demand, um, simple and easy and sweet. Uh, in the future, would I do a Kickstarter? Would I, you know, partner with some other publishers or, anything like that that's I'm totally open to that um in the future um right now this is us taking it slow uh you know as I was as I was telling you earlier you know taking it slow um and and I don't see anything wrong with that and like I said you know this game it started off with something to play with my kids and 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 enjoy together something that we create together and um and now it's something that's that's viable. You know, there's many different people who've seen it um, in the industry that that says it's 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 a viable product. And 
and I want to make it happen, but the end user in mind, I don't want, I don't want to go through the, the time and the, and, and all the different barriers that it takes to get it to the table. You know, if, if, if I get a handful of people enjoying this game and I have a, a small community enjoying this, enjoying the game and, and, you know, we can interact with them and, and enjoy it with them. Um, that's enough for us, you know? Um, so, so that's, that's my stance on it as a designer. Um, do I ultimately want to make it bigger and publish more? Yes. Um, I have other games that I'm working on right now um, for playtesting. Some other games that I'm probably going to be doing most of the artwork for um, just because of style. Um, but yeah, it's, it's definitely something that I've considered um, Kickstarter and other publishers, but I want something that's going to be ready for the table now. And I think this is, this is it. And, and I don't mind having, having lower numbers to start. So. That's totally fair. Yeah. Like you said, you were, you just made a game for fun, something you can enjoy with other people and you want to spread, spread the word. And, Kickstarter can be very good for some people, but it is a lot more work and it, it yeah. almost becomes like a full-time job to do that. So it, uh, you know, Game Crafter is uh, kind of an easier route to go about. So maybe for the benefit of those who haven't you know, launched a game on the Game Crafter, maybe you could uh, just briefly go through what kind of steps you need to go through to launch um, a game on Game Crafter. Yeah, well, go to thegamecrafter.com. Oh, it's it's very it's very easy to um to navigate uh they they take you through the through the process um and and definitely there's people out there who who can carry you through it um easier than me right like people who has a lot of other games under their belt you know they they're on youtube and um but it's definitely um an easy process um one thing that i do enjoy about it as you said, the crowd sale, it, it's a it's a little bit different than a Kickstarter, right? So that's the crowdfunding, right? So the crowdfunding is you you have to reach a, a certain point to get funded, and then your project can happen. Um, you set that goal and everything you know. <laughs> but with the game crafter, um it's it's a crowd sale, it's not it's going to be funded even if you only get one person to purchase. But the difference is you don't have stretch goals where like, we're going to open up this part of the product. Like you don't get this part unless we get so much funding. But if you get this much funding, then you're going to get this part of the product. Um, you know, whether it, it requires more art, um, more production, you know, it could be figures, cards, dice, specialized and tokens and bits or whatever it is. But we're not going to give you this until we get to this tier. Um, with the crowd sale, it's instead of instead of keeping, you know, these certain parts of the product awaiting a, a certain funding level, um, you get a discount. So once you hit, say you get 50 sales, then everyone 
gets a discount. You get 100 sales, everyone gets an extra discount. Um, and it goes up. It goes down from there. <laughs> as as it goes up, it goes down, right? Uh, the more people who um, purchase, um, the cheaper it is for them. So, um, and I thought that was quite nice. Um, the other thing that I like about it is you do kind of have a way to to have a have it still be a stretch goal type thing beyond just the discount. Because when you when you put one item on sale, you can attach two other items to it. So when when you know when someone goes to purchase, they can get any one of the three items, right? So you can get the item that you know that's that's being put on sale, or you can get the attached items too. So that's a way for me uh, with triple scoops is I, I'm going to have the base game and two expansions release at the same time so as those so when people get it they can get it at any level that they want kind of like you do with uh kickstarter you know you can get it at a level um that affords you more of the product so um so yeah it's def it's definitely a, a something to look at um for designers out there who really just want to make the game make a game and get it out there Right. Like whether it be just for you and your family, you and your friends, um, you want to publish to sell and 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 make a profit. Um, and I'm I'm not saying there's a lot of profit to, to, to be had in it because it's 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 not and it's not that um it's not that that's what um I'm in this for and in, in pursuing it for. So um but yeah, you have to you may make that decision for yourself, right? Like do I want to be a designer who designs games and, you know, and sells it to publishers? Um, or do I want to be a designer who designs games and make this a full-time job, as you said, and go to Kickstarter and become a marketer, um, a salesperson, um, you know, all the different hats that you have to wear to, to make that happen. Or, you know, or do you, you know, want to partner up with someone like the Game Crafter and, you know, you can focus on the design aspect of it more so, um, but you you also don't have to be in waiting with, you know, another publisher. You still, you have a lot more say on how your product is going to be developed in, and produced and, and put out there. Um, there's definitely more work to, to put in. There's marketing and all those different things. Um, it's just not as intense as what you're dealing with 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 the Kickstarter, because you you have to meet that goal. There's a there's a number you have to meet, and yeah, it's it's a, a it's a whole lot more uh, involvement. So um, yeah, it depends on where your level is at, right? Like if if you're if you're ready to go in and go for the gusto, um, yeah, sure, Kickstarter. Or I mean, you don't even I mean you don't even have to use that. I mean, if you have the funding to make a game. Then you can fund it yourself, right? Like there's there's ways to do it, but um, the biggest thing, um, if you want to make a game and get it out there, is an audience, right? So you have to have an audience. So even with Game Crafter, they don't create an audience for you. You know, you have to bring the crowd. So you have to bring the crowd to the show. 
And um, so that keep that in mind if you do want to be a if you want to self-publish in any form is that you still have to uh, have people who want your game and the only way you can can do that is to create an audience you know so um so that's a big part of it and that that's been really for me that's been one of the barriers um in in, in a way because because one thing in and I've learned this from from various people, from you, uh, from other people, you know, about you know creating community and 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 that how the importance of that. And um, so one thing I I I never want to do is create community so that I can have um, so I can have their dollars or you know uh, it, it I want to be genuine. Right. So like uh, if I'm going to be a part of a community, I'm a part of the community. And, you know, if I want to create a community around what I'm doing, um, it's for the sake of the fun that's going to be had for all. Right. Like and I'm not looking at everyone, you know, as transactions, um, but as you know, as as someone that's part of my community. Right. Like um, the one thing that that I always hear people talk about this community, that community, and um, the, the key word to community is commune, right? Like if you're not communing together, if you're not doing things together, then it's not really a community. So, you know, so creating a community just for, just so you can have the numbers, so you can have, uh, you know, um, the likes and, and all those different things. And yeah, and the eyes on your product, um, yeah, that's not me, right? Like I, if I'm going to create community, it's like, it's, it's for the sake of commuting and being a part of it. So like I said, you know, the time commitment to, to really go in on that, um, it hasn't been there for me. So, so I'm, I'm slowly moving into it. I'm slowly moving it. I mean, you know, we do our weekly game days here at the house and that's been great, you know, and people ask for drill scoops, you know, it's like, we can play whatever you guys want, but you know, they want to play it. So, <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's important to me to yeah, just to be genuine and real about where I'm at and, and how I'm approaching this thing. It's, uh, there's a lot of new, even though I've been around the industry and I've been in it, um, I didn't wear all the hats, you know, I've, I've, around the people who wore the various hats you know um but i uh i do know that i have to take it slow i do know that i can't do all those different things right like there was there was advice given to me by one of my old bosses well yeah he was he was my boss and uh when i was a uh, in-house game designer he uh he i mean he he realized you know that I had desire to to do my own thing and everything, and uh, and he had wore many hats, and he said, "Do the one thing, right? Don't do all the things. Do the one thing." So, like, you you're an artist, you want to do art. You're game design, you want to do games that you develop games. You want to be a game developer, right? Like the difference between design and develop. You know, you you want to write the rules. You want to 
edit, you want to, you know, do graphic design, you want to market it, you want to do all these different things. Um, find the one thing in all those things and do that um, and be good at it. And I take that to heart, but I also, <laughs> but I also realized um, that I do want to kind of dabble in all of it, right? So if that's the case for me, um, I I have to, I have to take it slow, right? Yeah. I have to go in slowly with it and not, you know, not try to force things. You know, if I if I'm just going to be a game designer and just design games and sell them to publishers, then I can go full force and just do that, right? Uh, if I'm going to be an artist and and do art, then I can just do that, or graphic designer, I can just do that and just go full force with it. But if I'm going to touch everything, if I want to design the game and publish it, market it myself, and sell it, maybe even house it in in the in the garage and ship it and do all those different things. Um, there's learning curves in all those areas. And there's just many different things for me to learn and develop into um, to be really effective and successful. So, you know, we've, and I'm gonna say we, we've decided, you know, as a family um, to do it. So, so we're gonna do it and we're gonna, we're gonna take our time with it, um, but we're also going to um, be intentional and, you know, set dates, you know, set some smart goals you know, and, and, and make it work. So, yeah. you know, there's many different games that we want to do outside of triple scoops and, and it's, uh, and it, and it's going to take a little bit more than just cards, you know, triple scoops is a card game. Um, but, you know, I have other things that's, you know, going to require the dice and the boards and the figures and all those different things. So um, we're taking it slow, you know, I, I kind of feel like, you know, you, you talk about the, Kickstarter and other various ways to go about it and funding your project. Um, I almost feel like there's, I, I, I missed that wave, right? Like when it used to be, oh, um, go to Kickstarter if you want to fund something and people will go and, and try to, now it's, now it's big corporate, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's definitely changed. Uh, yeah, the companies, the small independent it, right? creators to the to the bigger ones. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Lot, lots lots of stuff there uh, to think about. That great advice of you know, focusing on one thing, but also wanting to do a bunch of things. And I think also about the crowdfunding sale, um, the benefit of that having um, you know the more the more people um, come in, the better the price gets for everybody. So that's definitely something um, that you might want to consider. But we're we're almost at a time here, so I do want to give you the chance oh. to. Um, give a quick pitch for Triple Scoops and uh, let people know uh, where they can get a copy of it. All right. Uh, well, triplescoops.com. All right. So by the time this airs, I think it would be close to happening. So um, I will be pressing go uh, in the next couple of days here. So uh, it would be going up on sale soon. And uh, if you go to triplescoops.com, uh, you can sign up there and we'll we'll let you know exactly when it's gonna launch. It's a it's a card game, dynamic card game about ice cream. So you're all working in an ice cream shop and uh, you're competing with each other to serve customers 
and uh, ice cream is flying everywhere. <laughs> so it it gets pretty frantic. It can get uh can be a little cutthroat, you know, a little little bit of take that here and there. Um, but there's also a uh, little element of teamwork that happens as well. Um, Joe, you haven't played the the team version of it, but we're doing that as well. Um, and look forward to to trying that out with you. But but yeah, so there's there it's fun for the whole family, right? Like the idea came from making a game that my family can play together, and um, and that's what it has become a, a game for families to play together, um, family and friends, right? So uh, it's and the artwork is awesome. Um, I can't say enough about that. The artwork is. Oh, my daughter, you know, she did all the artwork. I kind of helped her with a little bit of the poses here and there, um, but for the most part, it's all her. Uh, well, it is all her. I just kind of helped with the poses and she <laughs> drew it. So, um, yeah. So, um, what can I say? What if if I was to say a game that it's that it's like? I don't know. It's a, it's. It's a fun card game about ice cream. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not sure of there's many of those. I so. guess it, it's, it stands on its own, <laughs> which is not a bad yeah. thing. But yeah, I, I definitely agree. Uh, a lot of fun to play. And uh, and your daughter's art is is fantastic and very thematic and, and really fits with the game. So I wish you well. I hope your crowd sale goes amazing, Mike. And I want to say thanks so much for, for being here for a great chat about Triple Scoops and your experience creating that. Thanks for being here on the Board Game Binge. Thank you, Joe. This has been an episode of the Board Game Binge podcast. Guest hosted by Joe Slack, produced by James Staley and Mike Bruner, with original music by Nick Smith. If you'd like to watch these interviews live, simply subscribe to our Instagram channel, Board Game Binge Podcast, and you'll get notifications of the live interviews, giveaways, and interesting board game content from across the industry. We can't wait for you to join us. See you next time.